This episode of the Folklore Podcast Book Club is an audio version of an episode originally made for YouTube. To see the original with any pictorial references, please visit www.youtube.com slash folklore podcast and click on the book club playlist. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Folklore Podcast Book Club. On today's episode, I talk with Candia and Tony McCormack, founding members of the pagan rock group Incubus Succubus, about their new book, Tales of Witchcraft and Wonder, which looks at the lyrics behind 13 of the songs from the trilogy of albums of that name and how they draw from the local folklore of their area of the country. Candia, Tony, welcome both very much to the Folklore Podcast Book Club. It's lovely to see you both on my screen. And you, Mark. You. Yes, yes. It's almost like being in the same room. Yes, yes. It's, it's I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think when we last were in the same room. Uh, I think it was some time ago. It must have been when you played a gig in Boscastle. Boscastle. Um, at the Museum of Witchcraft, which was quite a while ago now. Yes, yes. Gosh, yeah, so it's a long time. We're talking of a couple, two, three years, probably. In, in the Wellington, yeah. wasn't it? Mm, yeah. That's right, yes. Yeah, it's got to be three years, I think. So, yes, we've not yeah. seen each other in three years, although we have spoken very, very frequently over the joy of social media. Uh, so, before we uh, move on, I probably ought to, in case there are people watching or listening who have maybe been on another planet, for a number of years or, or have been otherwise engaged, just ask you both um, who you are and what you do uh, and what Incubus Succubus is all about. Let's start there. Right, shall I introduce you? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's called Tony. <laughs> now we've, um, we, we formed a band in 1989 um, when Tony and I met at, at college studying graphic design um, and just just when we got together maybe we we, um, we got talking and found out we, we had similar interests in witchcraft um, and folklore and vampirism and then as we got talking about music as well then we found that we, yeah. we, we enjoyed a lot of the same kind of music and um, and you were looking to, to to form a band, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd previously been in the band, and I'd, I'd finished with the band, and I'd gone back to college. And um, so um, I, I was looking at forming a, another band, and, and, and so we, um, we formed Incubus Succubus whilst we were still at college. And here you uh, are, a few years later, still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> 31 years later, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 25 albums yeah. Yeah. And, and a lot of the songs that you write because you both uh, obviously uh, write um, tracks between you uh, have their basis in folklore myth legend stories like that don't they yeah why did you decide to take that route with your inspiration well I think I think there's 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 obviously lots and lots of artists who 
tend to write on the same subject um, stuff. Um, and 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 it's it it's sort of uh, it's very predictable. I mean, I mean, most people sing uh, love songs or. Um, We've got love songs too. Yeah, but um, um, most of our songs are not really. And, um, you know, we, we just wanted to do something different, I suppose. Something uh, which which was a little bit outside of the mainstream. Mm. But, but also it, it, it felt natural because, yeah. uh, because of our uh, mutual interest in those subjects. And the more we got to know each other, the more we realised that there were a lot of the similar yeah. similar stories and uh, that, that we, we actually had in common, which is, you know, strange. Obviously, we, did, we didn't grow up together. We, mm. um, we didn't know each other until we, no. we met uh, at, college. At, at college in our 20s. Um, and so, so, yes, it's just one of those things where that's trying to sound, you know, I don't want to sound cheesy or anything but you know that soulmate thing is mm. is yeah da, da, was that was that a sneer <laughs> no not at all not at all it's absolutely that's absolutely allowed yeah well that's that's it it just just felt that you know it we 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 we, we had so much so much in common that you know it, it felt like it was it was a matter of time we were meant to like get together and and create be be creative and just just bring I mean, Tony does a lot of artwork as well. And obviously, we, when we when we met, we were um, both interested in in art and um, graphic design, and uh, as, as well as the other subjects. So it's just everything seemed to just fall into place, yeah. didn't it? But what we actually want to talk about today, really, is your new book, Tales of Witchcraft and Wonder, which is based on a trilogy of albums from your collection in many ways. But look, your songwriters, your musicians, how come you're writing a book? Well, there's a lot of people who, who, um, who have often asked um, what, the star what the stories are behind the songs. And um, most of them are, are actually, uh, uh, is it, well, some of them are, are actually uh, previously, uh, you know, un unwritten down. So, um, there's um, there are some stories which, which which are just folk stories which, which you hear people say oh twenty years ago that happened to this woman and and um, it's craft and it, it, it it's something which is uh, uh, you know it it just 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 because it's not been previously recorded quite often it's a very interesting story and quite often very tragic and um, like your dreamer yeah sorry. Yeah, I mean th that's about a a local woman uh, who who um, grew a datura bush in a in a garden in the Cotswolds, and it changed her personality. Um, and uh, from being quite a, a, a shrewish, um, prudish person, she became a very sensual person. Uh, found herself a young man, and. A, during the winter, when the bush died off, her personality went back to normal, and it had tragic consequences. It really did. It is a very tragic story, as a lot of folk tales or, or, or tales that become folk tales that are based in history absolutely do. Um, and there are some fascinating stories in here. As you say, some of them are quite well known. Um, mm. Bella and the Witch Elm is quite a well-known story, for example, uh, and others are quite obscure. 
but they're all from your area of the world, aren't they? They are, yeah. Yeah, um, um, like there's quite a few actually from Cheltenham, um, and um, they're stories which I was told had happened, and um, and a little bit of research as well, sort of backed them, them up. I mean, it, I think it was essential to do research on them to actually, you know, delve into them deep, deeply. Uh, uh, otherwise, you, you can just be sort of uh, spreading rumours and things. But, um, yeah, I think I, I, um, most of the stories are, are, are definitely very localised to our um, immediate area, really. But on the other hand, sorry, you're saying about making parts up, I think that's part of the richness of folklore. Yeah. Is that, that they do change. It's, it's, it's an organic thing that, that they, they change with the generations and with each telling. Um, and so I, I think, and I'm sure a lot of people would, would agree with it, that, that it's, it's allowed that that's certain amount of, you know, with the, it, they should express... You know, not not just what's been told to the to storyteller, but also what the storyteller gleans from that story and makes it their own. And so it may be that they'll they'll add something and they'll they'll tell that story, and then another person will add something of their own. So, you know, I don't think we should get too bogged down with facts, even though we did research, you know, as much as we we can. You know, I, there, there, there should always be that sort of fluidity of the telling mm, yeah. too, uh, you know, and, uh, it, it's allowed, I think. Yeah, it really, it really is. It's, it's part of the whole process, as you say. I mean, you know, going back many years, this was an oral tradition. Stories were handed down purely by the yeah. telling and they, they were shaped in that way. And this really does nothing different, although I have to say it is very well researched as well. And, you know, it's, it is presented as a decent, study into these stories as well uh, as a, a new retelling of them. How did you go about doing the research for the stories that you picked? It's, um, it's a mixture of things. We've, we've, we've got a lot of books ourselves on, on, on folklore um, and we've also there's the great, a great resource which is 10 minute walk down the road from us which is the Gloucester Archives um, obviously it's not open at the moment but when it is it's just the most astonishing place just for delving into the and they just they couldn't be more helpful um, and obviously every area has its own archives yeah, and, and, and there's a great deal of stuff on there which you would not find online at yeah, all so, yeah, because it, yeah. It, it takes a bit of digging through dusty yeah, files and yeah, that but, uh, but it's it's a joy it's a joy and I, I'm sure a lot, a lot of people in that whichever it part of the world they're from enjoy their local archives it's, and it's as Tony says it's, it's that way of yeah. you know finding out you know you, they, they may be well-known stories but you can often find that little bit that hasn't necessarily been written down before yes. yeah, a bit I, more colour yeah I, I was able to find um, uh, the um, the story about saying Anne's I, I was able to, to find out things which I'd previously did not know anything about the um, case and, and, and the history of the people connected with it, um, which, um, which which is just not generally known. Uh, but I, I was able to find, you, you know, just sort, sort of small pieces of, of information which add a, an added dimension to the story. Um, 
which may also add to the explanation of it to some extent. Is it a particularly rich area for folklore where you live, do you think? Uh, do you have particular stories that are prevalent, particular themes? Was it uh, quite broad in its approach? Um, it, th there's a lot of um, medieval his history around here. Um, and um, also, as, as um, Cheltenham was a, a boomtown, um, round about... 1820 um there's a lot of things that went 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 on then that there's there's a lot of stories and a lot of gossip um from that time i, th I think i think we, with the general gloucestershire things though it tends to be more sort of um the the sort of mid medieval period when most of the stories tend to have happened when um there was a song a strong um ecclesiastical presence in 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 the area which um there's there sort of isn't quite as much now i mean we've we've had you know um sort of black friars white friars and gray friars all w within the city of gloucester and there's a lot of stories around you know them and uh and also the the um civil war things that happened around about that period of time mm -hmm. yeah and there's, there are lots of stories that are obviously universal like shape-shifting stories which you'll you'll find across this country and and others um stories of the, the woman's hair mm. that kind of thing but then there, there are also ones that are very much of the the geography of the place such as ones li linked to 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 the river and it being tidal um so so they'll you know those will be peculiar i think to not just Gloucestershire, but this this part of of um gloucestershire you know where, where you're where you're near, nearer the river and uh and it's, it's a very strong presence here. Do you think that you, when you come to choose which stories to, to include, because as I say, these, the, the whole premise of this book is that it explores the stories behind the lyrics of some of your mm. songs from the trilogy of albums, which makes up Tales of Witchcraft and Wonder. When you came to choose the 13 stories that went into this book from the many many more songs that are on those albums how did you decide which ones to use did you shape this because there are darker stories fit the image of the band for example because not all of the stories are necessarily dark or did you choose them based on other ideas I think they were they were the ones that came to us immediately. I, I yeah. think we we wanted there to be thirteen, because thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then we also wanted it to be so that it was a, a shared telling. So that, which is why we alternate the chapters between myself and Tony, um, and so we wanted to look at thirteen thirteen songs, like sort of well six of one and seven of the other that um that immediately were crying out to be written about and ones that pro we've probably been asked about a lot you know but the, the story about behind certain mm. certain ones which you know, which are very local like the, the witcher barkley one which is you know very much of this this area and um that people wouldn't necessarily know so it, it's you know we're sort of heartened by people asking us and wanting to know 
more about the songs, uh, which is which is great. That they're not just listening to and enjoying the music, which is wonderful. But you know, if they really want to know what's going on with, lyrically as well, you know, then that's that's, that's yeah, just I think great. Um, also, that they had to be songs which are on on um, which were actually within the the um, trilogy. Um, we, we've 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 got other sim- similar songs uh, which are on other albums. Um, and maybe uh, if we did a second book, it, it would incorporate songs which are, um, go out, outside of the trilogy. Um, there's there's uh, like the Lake of Suicide and uh, Dark Sisters, which are local stories as well. Um, and maybe we'll incorporate some of those as well if there's going to be a second book. Um, but... Um, don't know if we'd do another book which would be completely bound within the um sort of witchcraft and wonder three albums i think mm. i think that might be a bit too limiting really yeah you've certainly got a lot of scope of other things to choose from haven't you but you've got these 13 stories in here and the book does come with a cd of those 13 tracks on it as well so that if people aren't familiar with the songs then they have the lyrics there in the book they have the song to listen to and then the story behind it um what are your favorites from the ones that you both worked on in there uh candy you go first um i think sabrina's obviously personally it's it's uh it's a big one for me um just a personal love of of the river and just just feeling a, a uh, an affinity and that that is one that's it's peculiar in as much as it's not one story um i think the most of the other ones that they tend to be it's about a story something happening and blah, blah, blah. whereas that one is about the place that's about um experiences of of being close to the river and what it means to the people who live near her um using um make as, as a trade you know fishermen there's um elver elvering there and there's salmon fishermen um so it's it was a, a way and it still is to 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 some a way of, of uh, making a living um but also it's make, bring, made the land fertile in within the horseshoe bend of the river and um and unfortunately you you need to go in the um in the graveyards mm. of the um of the five villages that are the, within the, the, the seven side horseshoe bend and see the, the graves like so many lost to the river that you know it's a potent force and so personally that's that's one that means a lot to me how about you tony yeah i think i th- i i think the story of, well well i wouldn't say sort of favorite because it's a bit of a unhappy story it is the rape of Maud bowen the and, and i always thought that that was a story um that sort of needs to always be remembered be, because it's essentially about a abuse of power and um it also is a story of uh, retribution which i think is a good thing it, it, it's a genuine story of where people get their comeuppance for doing bad things and uh, um obviously that very rarely happened but this is one case of where it did happen um even though that's obviously uh quite dark in in in, in itself and it's uh, yeah yeah it, it, it's a story which is about um 
sort of like um, um, external vengeance take taking place, and so therefore it tends to be a story of, of hope, but coming from a dark place. I think. Yeah, uh, as you say, uh, uh, these stories often um, there's a need, isn't there, to to retell them and and to to remember them in this way because they do carry some quite important themes as well. So, yeah, I think it's it's valuable to do that. You're right. Mm. The illustrations in this book are fantastic as as well and, and very evocative of the, of the themes of the stories and, and that's something that you also have responsibility for too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we, it yeah, seemed that seemed natural yeah. to, um, to to illustrate it ourselves just because we we enjoy we enjoy doing that and um, that we've we've um, both got our own kind of feelings about how how we envisage them so it, it, it just just seemed natural just to to do it and it's all sort of pen and ink it's all black and white illustrations did you um, illustrate your own stories or did you work on each other's yeah yeah, yeah we tended to illustrate our, our own stories yeah 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 uh, do you, and do, do you think that your styles uh, kind of naturally fit doing that with your story so you have a particular way of telling your story that that your particular way of illustrating fits with as well i i think from my point of view some some of them do but some of them um like like the the, the picture with the uh, dreaming and lost to the, the sea i wasn't quite sure whether those really fitted um but the smaller oh, yeah. pictures did the smaller with those stories um, yeah. particularly the undeniably erotic aspect of Tony, lot of Tony's drawings you know it's just I mean the the, the Chura Dreamer one yeah you know it's it's a very erotic story and it's a very erotic picture to go with it which you know it just beautifully illustrates it um, and so so oh, you're looking shy now <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this process. This is this is your first your first crack at, at writing a book, isn't it? It was it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to. Be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not such a funny thing to say, but yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was um, because it's it's one thing I, I've always wanted to to do um, writing. I always wanted to to write something. Um, ever since I was a child and I thought it, it wouldn't really happen because I, you know, I didn't go to a very good school or, or anything and I certainly wouldn't be expected to grow up to write things or um, they probably, you know, um, would have been surprised I even wrote song lyrics. But, but um, yeah, so uh, it, it, it's always been there as a, one of those to do things and um, now it's been done. Yeah, and of course lockdown we weren't gigging so yes yeah so yeah. that that's the thing with us being in a band and sort of waving goodbye to all these wonderful mm. gigs mm. that we had lined up um and so thinking well this this seems like the perfect time to yeah. 
to 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 crack on with it and yeah yeah and it's it's Sort of flowed surprisingly, came yeah. together surprisingly well. I mean, it wasn't you know, it wasn't without its sort of pain and a bit of angst and a bit of like you know, sort of fighting procrastination. Sort of thing. Get, get on with it, do it, yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. I, I just find it slightly easier than uh, bringing out an an album, though. Really, it seemed to it seemed to flow a lot more naturally. I mean, Kanji, you you work with words in your day job quite a bit, mm. um, so. Did you find this a very different process to the kind of work that you do normally, or did you kind of get into it quite easily? I, I think because this is very, very much, um, I don't want to say it's self-indulgent, but it's obviously they, these, these, are, these are themes that we're very, very interested in. And, um, well, actually, I mean, we... we, we with Cotswold Life, I, um, a lot of my writing tends to be um, interviewing artists and um, doing the occasional sort of history um, interviews as well. So, yeah, you know, in a way, I'm kind of picking and choosing what, yeah. I, what, what I enjoy writing about with, with Cotswold Life as, as, as well. Um, so, so, yes, but there's just different aspects. I mean, we've all got such, you know, very different aspects of ourselves. Um, um, this this is just the one that I, you know we can really indulge a certain certain aspect, and um, I say with 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 Cotswold Life magazine, that's another side of myself that I can really really enjoy and and you know express myself that way too. Yeah, absolutely, and and it does show that you both really enjoyed this process in in the writing. I mean, I I absolutely loved this book um which i read in two days purely because i had to go to work otherwise i would have read it in one to be honest um but it did take two days because i had to stop and do some work in the middle um and the love for the subject comes across and and the okay. the research as i say comes across as well it's a very very well crafted book have you had a, an equally good response from people who aren't me Yes, but yeah, they've they they all they they've all been nearly as lovely as you. So uh, <laughs> it's it, it's been surprisingly well received. Mm. Um, I mean, we've gone to the the second printing of it, which you know, there's just no way we we imagined that happening, and, no, and so quickly. Well, so. Yeah, yeah, so it's been very well. It's yeah, it's been very very well received, and um, yeah, I mean, by by we we we're getting out to a quite a different audience as well. I mean, yeah. we've we've never been hugely popular in our um <laughs> in our home area as a band. I mean, we we play. <laughs> that sounds terrible, but. You know, we, we, we don't play locally mm. a, a great deal. A great deal, no. Um, are, are you the equivalent of the village witch who lives in the cottage <laughs> at the end of the road in your yes. area? <laughs> <laughs> Children cross the road when they see Tony coming. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but we're, we're, we're finding we're getting orders from a lot of people who are the, run the villages all around us. And we think, mm. oh, this is great. And, they, you know, these are people, you know, we've been... We've um, we both grew up in Gloucestershire, and we've you know been running a band yeah. for thirty-one years in Gloucestershire, um, but we don't play all that 
often locally. So a lot of these people don't don't actually know of the band, or they think we we died like twenty years ago or something like that. So, <laughs> so it's 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 a joy to to um, when the orders come through and we say, oh, there's an order from Dursley and there's an order from Cam and there's an order from Stroud and. And it's 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 lovely, mm. you, you know. It's just sort of a, a bit of a warm feeling that you know it's 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 a new group of people we're we're getting out to, and they're they're enjoying the local folklore. Excellent. I'm really pleased to hear it. Does this mean you're going to do it again then? Now, hopefully, yes, yeah. Um, we we hopefully have another book out next year. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Good. I'm um, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. There's lots of other stories. There are. Yeah, yeah. But then that poses you a problem, doesn't it? Because uh, this is taken from three albums, so that means you've got at least another 20 that you can pick and yeah. choose from <laughs> if you're going to go that same route. How, how would you even begin to narrow it down? Well, I, I, think, it, I think it would have to be stories which um, um, are interesting and, and, and have a sort of a certain amount of... Um, controversy about them i think i think i think people like to have something which is a little bit um a little bit of a challenge to think about yeah i mean there's some great ones that just itching to write again like the um the ruining bears which is such a such a i mean it, it, it it's kind of within living history for almost for, yeah almost for well, yeah time. for people of <laughs> 90s it's um but you know the frenchman coming to the forest of dean with 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 dancing bears and um them being accused of killing killing the local children and mm. it's, it's just a, so that's one that i really want to get stuck into um another one is is the uh yuli gorilla which yeah it's of course that's in here here but but yeah there's yeah. There's, there's there are lots of um there are lots of ones that we haven't are, touched yeah. on yet, but uh, yeah, it's 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 there's a rich scene to, to yeah yeah I think to. yeah yeah I think as well that they'd probably be better if they were albums uh, songs which are in the similar sort of style to to the ones on the Witchcraft and Wonder album as well. I think I think um, you know that sort of sound has a sort of that feel of it to you know which lends yeah. itself towards folklore. Whereas some of the more rocky ones, it, it, it's it's difficult to um, actually see it in that way, in quite the same way, I think. Yeah, it could still work, you know. Yeah. We, we do have sort of rock songs which have mm. got a very folkloric yeah. kind of basis to them. So, you know, I think I think it could still work with those. And we're working on a, a new album yeah, yeah. at the moment, so it could be that there are new songs that will lend themselves to yeah. being written about in such a way and like mm. explored and researched and you tell people the story behind them so you've, you've got plenty there that you can choose from haven't you i'm sure you, you have a few books out of this process yet well uh, it, one, at, one at a time one yeah, at a time yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, look you've gone to a second printing for this one so you know that it works well you know that people think it's a good book so if, if people want to get a copy and they haven't got a copy yet how should they go about doing that from our website at um, incubussuccubus.com. All the K's. Yeah, all K's, incubussuccubus.com. Uh, or paganfiremusic.com. Either one of those mm. will get you straight to us. 
and um and if you if you live in the shire there's a, a really nice independent bookshop that we'd like to we like to support as well which is called the yellow lighted bookshop in nailsworth and also also when um we did a um a book launch at the folk of gloucester which is the old folk museum um and when they reopen when they're allowed to reopen oh, after, after lockdown they, they've got copies there that they'll be selling so yeah, if you live locally, those are two places you can go out and get them. Excellent. I should put links on for that so that people can go and get a copy from you, which I know you have an option on your website uh, for them to select if they want it signing too, don't they? So That's right. Yeah. Sign yeah. a copy from you yeah. too. Uh, yeah. And I would advise everybody to go and do that because this is a really lovely little book. So Candia, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and talk about it. And I hope we see another one from you very soon. Thank, Thank you. Very much. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Book Club. Don't forget that on the Folklore Podcast website, you'll be able to access book reviews for this book and for many other books of folklore and folklore-related themes. And if you want to support the podcast in any way to keep us producing content, then there are links on the website also to sign up for our Patreon or to make a small one-off donation. Any help that you can give is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for joining us and see you again next time.